survived Tool. We survived Tool. That's the last thing we talk about. Good. <laughs> I did not hold back that night. Did you? Nope. I'm it, I, was I was with you. It. I know you didn't. We pre pre game too. <laughs> we went from this place to this place to this place, and then the concert. Well, I pre gamed and post gamed. I was did. pretty proud of myself, clocking in at fifty, and I was out till one thirty. One thirty, and my husband wasn't with us, you know. So when I came home, it was like, "Hey, baby," like you know, <laughs> stumbling in, you know. But uh, it was fun. We had a good time. It was really fun. It, I love having shows at the Broadmoor World Arena because it's literally right down the street from the station, and so it's almost like this is our block, mm-hmm. and we're just walking around like this is our show. It's amazing. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. Um, but here we are. Yes, glad to be here and glad to talk up yet another New Music Friday. Big. BFD, I should say. BFD today is we finally got the Red Hot Chili Peppers Black Summer. You and I got to hear it over Zoom. I'm sorry. That is the worst way to listen mm-hmm. to music. One of the bad things to come out of this pandemic. <laughs> it doesn't translate no. at all. And so when we get to hear something way ahead of time like that, it's it's really hard to determine anything about it. Other than, like, I remember when we listened to it, I was like, these... You know, opening vocals are really cool. It sounds like a sea shanty from it does, yeah. Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> it's a little bit less than what I thought, but like over Zoom, it seemed to really stand out that way. And of course, the guitars roll in, the drums roll in. But what I knew is that like when we listened to it, I was like, this feels like three songs in one because it has that slow, nothing but vocals intro guitars drums kick in and then it has like a pause and then it builds up again so i love songs that do that that kind of take you on a ride yeah and it's not very long and so it it happens pretty quickly so we know that uh, that is also going to be the name of their new album that's coming in april correct Mm -hmm. and we know we have a big big concert with them here in colorado and denver this summer so it feels like it feels like really positive momentum for the band. And I think everybody is so excited and that it's just such a killer song. And it's that's just really good. Mile High, right? I believe so. Have yeah. you ever seen a show at Mile High? Uh, yeah, which it's Empower Field, right? right? <laughs> Empower Field at Mile High. So. Now, it used to be, yeah, I've seen uh, shows at Old Mile High. And then I've seen, I saw Metallica at oh. current, like new and that was that was wild. That was, I don't know, such a great memory. Whenever you see shows there, you just look around like, I didn't know there was this many people in the world. How are they all in this one show? <laughs> You're not wrong. And you know what? Like, like being elbow to people, being like elbow to elbow with so many people that collectively are super fans of one band is just exhilarating it's just so exciting when you don't even know the people around you and you're like singing every single song those big stadium shows like deliver that you know what i mean the only show i've seen there is taylor swift what that's a big deal kate and they gave everybody a bracelet that lit up and lights up all at the same time or certain sections light up different colors so it creates this whole pattern in the crowd wild it was awesome well big plans for red hot chili peppers this summer as um you know the tour and denver is actually 
they kick off their tour there. That's always the best. Yeah, so I'm just excited. I feel really pumped about new music today just because Red Hot Chili Peppers kind of led the way um, last night at 10 o'clock, and there's just a lot of good music out there right now, so let's get into it. Yeah, the big album that we're going to talk up, because it's both of our standouts today, is the new album from Mitski, Laurel Hell. It's yeah. gorgeous. I didn't know I was going to love it so much, but it made my morning. It bothers me that a lot of the write-ups on this album, now that it's out, are like they try to compare it to an 80s synth sound. I'm like, like I get that with the music, but I think it's just much more than that. Yeah. I thought the same thing driving in this morning. I was like, that's kind of just what artists are doing right now. Like, how long until we stop comparing it to that? era you know or is it just this era now i don't want to say that it's melancholy but the combination of that sort of positive dreamy upbeat sound and then with her dark lyrics it's so it's magical Mm -hmm. and those lyrics are in like every song every track are just um, Lana Del Rey heavy in my opinion i don't know how else to compare it but i i think that's a really good comparison with working for the knife, um, I was listening to that to the album getting ready, and that album just or that song kind of punched me in the stomach a little bit, especially with the lyrics. I used to think I'd be done by twenty. Now I'm at twenty nine. The road ahead appears the same, though maybe at thirty I'll see a way to change. That I'm living for the knife. I was like, I'm turning thirty this year. <laughs> that hurts a little bit. But I think with this song, she's really talking about the difference in maybe your like dreams and how you think your life is going to be at 18, 19, 20 versus then 10 years past all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I, I, I it's interesting. You went straight to that song because I like Valentine, Texas a lot, that opening song, because I was just drawn by the, the title. Um, but that third track is the one I keep going back to. And we've had a few songs off the album for a while, but I just keep going back Mm -hmm. to, uh, stay soft. Yeah. Like, that that song is so good, and I noticed it's really one of the top streamers right now on the album is uh, Stay Soft. It's And we got a, a beautiful video for that song today, which I'll I have uh, not watched post the video. on our website. Okay. It is awesome. Okay, I'll check it out, which I want to throw back real quick. So is that Red Hot Chili Peppers video as well. It's really good. So um, I love when they have companion, strong companion videos for this strong new music. So. Right. Laurel Hell, um, I don't know about you, but it's a full 10 for me. Mm-hmm. I would love for her to jump on this podcast, but I want to let her know that I'm really glad she didn't give up because that is a story right now that we're hearing from her is after um, her last album, she was like, I'm done. I gave too much of myself. I'm not an artist, so I don't understand that. But I do get being drained out of like what you do as a career and what you love when mm-hmm. those things are combined because we experience that here where it just feels like you're constantly doing that um but again i don't pretend to have the gifts and talents that she has but she literally walked away like she walked away from it and then she was like oof i made a huge mistake i love this but again like do you give so much of yourself into the you know like each album or each recording whatever that it just drains you it's wild it must and this is her sixth album 
Yeah. Which is wild. A couple more standout songs for me. I think There's Nothing Left Here For You. It has the coolest build Mm because it's, you know, kind of slow and soft through the whole thing and then just out of nowhere. And that gets so big and then it. That kind of enters, like, helps exit the album. There really is a good buildup from, like, the beginning to the end of the album from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Kate, what else is uh, piquing your interest right now? Yeah, before we talk about songs, I want to talk about the new album from Hembry. It's called It's a Dream. This is their second full length. Uh, This is a Kansas City band. So, okay. Uh, Yeah, we got it. We got to do that since we both came here from Kansas. (laughs) I'm not from there. You're literally literally from there. So yeah, Um, Kansas City band Hembry, and this album is really good. It's same kind of thing we're just talking about with Miski's album. Is the way it builds is really really interesting because the whole thing from start to finish is very uh, groovy, very funky. Mm -hmm. Um, The opening song is called "Reach Out." It has, if I could compare it to another band, reminds me a lot of Jungle. Um, oh, okay. So very funky, nice. very almost kind of like 70s disco Ooh, type. I'll check and it, it out. And it sets it up really well because the whole album from there, um, it the first like few songs, I would say, other than um, a song called Operator, which is really mm-hmm. dancey and big, I would say the first half of the album is kind of dreamy, which is why It's a Dream is such a good title for the album, I think. And then the way it builds... Um, with a song called I Don't Believe You. The song builds and has a really cool jam at the end with a saxophone, which I love. It's We're going to talk prominent. more horns here pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> and then it kind of goes down from there and slows down with a song called Daylight, which is absolutely gorgeous. And it's funny that it kind of slows down at that point because one of the most prominent lyrics is, I just want to slow down. So I wonder if that was on purpose, if the structure of the album was on purpose. The album I think really album does structure is so this. important. Yeah. yeah, and I think they did it really well because then it kind of slows down from there and gets dreamy again right um i love it this album's been in the works for a long time apparently they did a youtube stream the other night and talked about how the album was done and like ready to record they they were Mm -hmm. done writing it at least ready to record in march of 2020 and then that, you know, got you know messed up of course but then it gave them a chance to go back and revisit coming up with more songs mm-hmm. and apparently by the end when they were ready to like really put the album together they had like 30 songs or something wow. so they had to really get it down but they talked a little bit about the break that they were able to have not on purpose not what they wanted or anything but it turns out that it kind of helped shape the album into what it is so awesome. it, was, it was fun to i'll have to check it out yeah check it out they opened for I can't believe it took me this long to get there. They opened for the Rex at the Black Sheep. Okay, I was like, there's going to be a buildup here. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I literally want to talk about that show every second of my life. I can't believe I haven't mentioned it yet. Um, that was my <laughs> one of my favorite shows last year. Just yeah. incredible. I talk about it still so much. And they opened the show. I knew of them for a while because they have a song called Culture. We played uh, a couple years ago and so i was eager to see them and they killed it so check it out hembry it's a dream it's a good one well kate before we get into songs we're loving right now because there's a lot of cool singles that uh, dropped on us last night um do not sleep on this one from black country new road and they're considering it their final album it's called ants from up there 
And the reason for that is Isaac Wood, the singer, is actually exiting the band due to mental health reasons, which、mm. completely sucks. If you're not familiar with this band, they're from London.、Uh, they are considered like art rock, but I know you love Broadway and you know, that big sound. So, this band is really wild if you've never listened to them before because they have like horns and strings, but then like these really sort of cool, in your face, like punk rock vocals with really intelligent storytelling in their songs. I love it.、Um, they just take you through this wild, I don't know, all of every single song I've listened from, like, With them is just a storytelling song. It's just so fantastic. So, we're talking jazz, Broadway, punk,、uh, progressive, like all of those things. And it is so intense. Like, they are such an intense band. But I am sad to hear that he is exiting the band. They say they're going to carry on without him. So,、oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. We'll see what happens because I feel like, I feel like his vocals are like, Almost like their own instrument. You know what I mean? With everything else in the background that like backs him, all those amazing sounds,、um, it's too bad. It's really too bad. So, and, and when a band is like that, it's, it's kind of hard to、yeah. get a new singer. Yeah. Right?、Um, and, yeah. I mean, bands have done it, but they're still pretty new. So, yeah. yeah. Don't sleep on that, though. It's a really great album. There's a song on there called Bread that I'm obsessed with. So, definitely、uh, go check it out. I love rock like that. That's theatrical and you can kind of picture <laughs> it in your head. Like, what if this was on stage right now? You, that is the best descriptive right there. They are theatrical, like theater of the mind, 100%. There's a lot of great songs that、uh, fell upon us this week, last night. What are some of your highlights? I like the Wallows song a lot. It's, It's gorgeous. Very, very pretty. It's called Especially You. We're going to get a new album from them on March 25th. Called Tell Me That It's Over. It's a very pretty song. It's a cute song as well. Oh, yeah. And it's all about, I was, I was kind of reading about it. It's all about, from、um, Dylan Manette, the lead singer's perspective, what it's like. To be in an early relationship and like、mm-hmm. that paranoia that this person can basically leave at any time. Right. Because you're having so much fun and in love, and then、yeah. all of a sudden they could just be cut away from you. Right.、Yeah. You haven't latched onto them quite yet. You haven't got them <laughs> reeled in quite yet. So that's all that song is about. And it's, a ve- it's just a very pretty song. The melody is gorgeous. And so it's a, it's a good taste of what's to come, I think.、Um, there's a couple of songs、um, I really dig that I just sort of. You know, are new to me as of last night.、Uh, there's yet another new Oliver Tree song called Freaks and Geeks. That one's really awesome.、Um, the Districts, No Blood. Wow. What a cool song. That is like, I think, three songs now from their upcoming album、yeah. that's going to be out. Because you featured them on You Now, yeah. right? Yeah. I featured a couple of their songs, and they've all been. So good. Great American Painting. It's out on March 11th. So, and they are a trio.、Um, I'm a sucker for a three piece. So, I don't know why three piece bands tend to f- come in hard, man, and just punch you in the face. So, it's just a really great song. Kate, check out Lucy Dacus Kissing Lessons. I want you to listen to it. I, you know, sometimes I give you homework or you give me homework. This is your homework to go discover this song. Okay. What's a good preview you can give me? The lyrics to it are like, it's so cute. I haven't watched the video. There is a video for it, so I haven't even jumped into that yet. But Kissing Lessons. So I think it's about two girls, and one wants to learn how to kiss, 
And so her like best friend is like, I'll teach you how to kiss. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that. I'm like, I haven't interviewed her. I haven't talked to her, but it is a really cute song. Okay, so go I'll check, check it, it out. out. Okay, go check it out. Let me know if I'm wrong or not okay. on those lyrics. Uh, Benny has a new song out. It's called Beach Boy, and that is dreamy as hell. I did listen to that. I love Benny. I and- saw that come up on my new releases and... I was excited about that one. And then uh, Arlo Parks. We haven't even talked <gasps> we haven't about even it. We have talked about that one. Oh, that is... Can it, we just say we're saving the best for last yeah. with Arlo Parks? Yes. Arlo Parks softly. It is addicting. I'm sorry. I just got chills. Oh, it is so addicting. It's her first new music of the year, which what we're a month in, so... Yeah. <laughs> it came out, what, earlier this week, and it's just been... Yeah, it uh, dropped before like Friday. Kate, it is a beautiful single from Arlo Parks once again. She's such a powerhouse and hitting the road with Claro. So we got to be pumped for that. March 20th, she's going to be here in our fine state in Denver at the Fillmore. That is a great combination. How do you how do you like decide between those two of who gets to headline? <laughs> right? I don't know. I have no idea, but I wonder um, if once one of those things they go back and forth every night. Kate, I don't think we're done. Um, we have to we have to say x1039radio.com or basically anywhere. Go check out the new one from the Linda Lindas. It's called Growing Up. It has them as cats and it's their cats and it's just an absolute fantastic hell yeah song from those girls. So badass. It's been so much fun to see what they've done over the last year from that first video of them in the library yeah. to now and seeing them. They were on uh, one of the Tonight Show's this week, which was really fun to watch. Kate, is there anything else you want to jump in that we're forgetting about? There's Um, a lot this week. And sure enough, yeah, I did forget that Bastille's new album is out. It's called Give Me Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Uh, It's a good one. It's, you know, it's a very dancey kind of escape album. It definitely is, yeah. Um, And it's interesting because one thing that they have been talking about for a a while with this one is it's very leaning towards futuristic sounds. So, I, you know, I think that means electronic sounds. um, Sure. Because you hear a lot of the, a lot more electronic sound than normal Bastille albums in this one. But... One thing that they did do on purpose is they kind of go back and forth between like one song that'll sound really futuristic and electronic and then next song will be back to kind of like the Bastille we know. Like that, that ballady kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I and noticed that. I skipped around on that album actually. So it's if they're like, not my cup of tea, but they are a bit of escapism for mm-hmm. sure. Like if I'm having a party and I need some excellent like sort of that good vibe music, that's definitely yeah. the way to go. Yeah. Another big one out there, obviously, Corn just dropped Requiem. So there's that out there, and it goes like this. So thank you, Corn, for not corn. changing anything. <laughs> Can I tell a real quick Corn story? Uh, do it, and then we have to get into our one controversy of this okay. uh, episode. I'll make it really fast. When yeah, I was no, in high go school, for it. When I was in high school, the whole school had like a sarcastic language that we would use and it was really dumb we would say sarcasm in everything we talked about Mm -hmm. we'd look at something that was stupid and go oh that's cool or (laughs) 
Well, I, if, you weren't the only teenagers to do that, I, FYI. It's just like, it, it, but it was so over the top. It was, okay. It was like everything. Sure. So over the top that because Corn has a song called It's the Life. Right. We would look at something that is boring and uh, and go, that's Corn because that was meant to mean boring, but because it's sarcasm, it'd be, that's like cool. That's the life. That's way confusing. Isn't that dumb? I it's can't even describe dumb. it. It's, it's super so dumb. dumb. And that, why'd you tell that story? Because that's, every time I hear corn, because we said. <laughs> but right. the song is Got the Life. Got the Life. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's, I'm not kidding when I say my whole high school walk around all the time and go, oh, that's corn. That's corn. What are you doing this weekend? You know, I'm going to be dropping that oh, shit that's on corn. you now. Oh, I hated it. But I did it. Like, of course. And, but now thinking back on it, it's like, you that is part so of the problem. cringy. <laughs> You were part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that seems like a good uh, transition since you just said cringy. <laughs> yep. So uh, we're going to end this uh, episode today shit talking on Machine Gun Kelly because we're just done with it. Yeah. We're done with it, right? Yeah. I feel really bad because I went off on somebody today, not towards them, but the new song Emo Girl came up in conversation the other day and then someone we work with who's a huge fan of MGK was like, hey, I don't think the the worst part of this song is MGK. I think it's Willow. And then I just went, no, you're wrong. The song is terrible. And also Machine Gun Kelly is cringy because now we've seen the whole video that's out um, of him when he was 23 talking about Kendall Jenner and she's underage and he's 23 and how he could have her right now because he's a celebrity and it's okay. <sighs> so gross. So uh, look, I, I definitely, I'm a Gen Xer. I come from a whole whole other era of this, all right? So, because he literally name drops Robert Plant, uh, Axl Rose, trying to cloak himself in their doings from years and years ago. You want to name more? Let's, let's do it, MGK. Uh, Mick Jagger. We can just keep going. Right. Okay, but I guarantee you, those dudes, one, do not did not brag about it. They never bragged about it, right? Am I wrong? I think they just did it. But I just think he caught himself in a in a weird place of trying to be cool in this interview. Remember that channel Fuse? Yeah. That's what it's from. Uh-huh. And so he's trying to be cool. He talks about how he stole from the White House on a trip with high school. And it's just fucking corny and I'm done with it. Well, and also bringing up those other examples immediately after he says this thing about Kendall Jenner bringing up those examples immediately is he realizes he needs to like justify himself. Yeah. Um, what if you think that you have to do that, then don't say those things. Well, and also <laughs> you know? like, I think what people are done with is the fact that he's never come out and apologized or said, I was dumb. I was trying to be cool. Like nothing. There's never been anything. And all that we're ever told about it is, well, he has a daughter now, so there's no way he's that way. And he's dating someone who's even older than him or marrying or whatever the fuck they're doing. And um, I just I just don't care. But that said, I don't think it's a great song. No offense to Willow. I love Willow. I think she's cool. Um, but I'm bummed out on this it's corny un- song. It's unfortunate. So the song is called Emo Girl. And it's unfortunate because like the music part of it is okay, but the lyrics are the cringiest lyrics I've ever heard. I don't know. We've probably given given him too much attention at this point. He certainly gets enough, right? Yeah. But we both agree the song is mediocre. 
If you want to go check it out, definitely do because a lot of people are going to be checking it out. And because it's called Emo Girl and he's popular and Willow is obviously awesome.、Um, but just feels, I just can't get behind him, man. And, Not anymore. And this song just feels very disingenuine. It's like I've never looked at Machine Gun Kelly as an emo guy or as emo music. It feels like with the huge emo resurgence lately, it just feels forced. Kate, and、uh, do you want to put that? That video will be with our playlist with the other videos. I think you should put it there. That way people can go check it out and see what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just see what we're talking about. If you agree, cool. If you disagree, cool. I don't care.、Yeah. If you like his music, cool. I don't care. I like some of his music. I, but I don't think his music is good enough to ignore all that. That's my biggest thing. That's a really, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. And is he a, Is he like a moment in time kind of thing? Is he a pop culture sort of like, is this just like a momentum thing for him right now? And is it just going to be something that goes away or is he here forever, do you think? I think he's going to go away. All right. Interesting. It's only been how long? <laughs> it feels like my whole life, but it's really only been a couple years since we've been playing him. Can I just say something <laughs> else? I, I guess my other thing is that. We sort of played him early on、um, when he kind of made this change to this sound that he's this pop punk sound.、Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, we can play this. And there was just a lot of stuff we requested, I remember, like maybe a quick interview with him, maybe this or that, some like liners, like artist drops. We just never got any of that. Like he doesn't give a shit.、Mm-hmm. Why does he? He doesn't. He has all this, you know, celeb status around him. And so. I don't care, dude. There's better、care. stuff and better bands to highlight for us. Right. And that,、so、that's of course,、important. is a great way to end on that. Going back to, we have a lot of great、uh, new music. Kate, we have Red Hot Chili Peppers, obviously Black Summer. And I want to say that's going to be a double album from those guys. So that's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Take notes, MGK. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and get notified of new episodes every Friday here on What's New Now and the playlist. And that dumb MGK video. 